0: Hi, and welcome back. We have a hot seat coming up later in the hour. We got a, You see, it's just party time around here. Yes. And you know what else we're going to do before we're done? Keith Jones is going to attack the National Hockey League. No. And he's going to do it in this context. Oh. Their all-star game stinks. The Pro Bowl games from yesterday. please don't do that again. That was <laughs> got too, didn't that was our trip. That was terrible. Amazing. I don't know how. And Miles I'm gonna Garrett, just tell maybe? you, please, no more all star games in any sport. They're all brutal now. Stop it. Don't do it the anymore. Home run derby is amusing. Home run derby stinks. No, it doesn't. It's all terrible. So all that's coming up and down the line right now, Al. And he is going to be he's gonna have two roles this week for us here at the morning show. Number one, he's gonna report on all the whys and wherefores of the Eagles right. as they prepare for the big Super Bowl against the Kansas City Chiefs. And two, he's going to be a gossip columnist oh. and he is going to be naming celebrities all week with us. From Arizona, our own reporter, Elliot Shaw Parks. Hi, Elliot. Hey, what's going on? How you guys doing? Now you understand you have the two roles this weekend, right? Oh, absolutely. Well, I already saw Ike Reese yesterday, so the star studded already <laughs> all, all across uh, all across Phoenix. All right, what was the <laughs> flight like? Were there any Eagle fans yeah. on your flight? So the second I got off the flight, there,
1: there were Eagles fans on the flight, but the second I got off, I'm in the Phoenix area for walking around, and I didn't see this for the Chiefs. I only saw it for the Eagles. There was a huge sign that just said, Go Birds. So I don't know if someone bought nice. it, a Philly fan what, but there is way more, I think, Philly fans down here uh, in Phoenix. And the other thing I'll say is, It feels way more like a Super Bowl than it did in 2017. I mean, 2017, it was in Minnesota. It was in the mall. This time, it's nice outside. There's fans walking around all over the place. So definitely well-represented Eagles green
0: here in uh, in Phoenix. All right, Elliot, let's do a scene setter here. What does your uh, week look like? Give us a little bit of your schedule here this week. Well, tonight's one of the biggest nights
1: uh, of the week. is going to be media night. And, and I really think this team specifically has a chance to win over all the neutral fans that there might be with their personality. So I'm really excited for, uh, for tonight. Um, then the rest of the week, I mean, the team is staying about 45 minutes outside of all like the Super Bowl hoopla down in uh, Phoenix. But uh, so they'll practice, I believe, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, like they normally do. They'll talk to us uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, at their team hotel, we won't get a chance to actually see them practice, but uh yeah, and then Friday there's nothing, and then they they start to you know rest up for the big game, but a lot of the media stuff for them is early on in the week
0: all right, so uh tonight uh this sounds like a bit of a dog and pony show there uh twenty dollars oh, yeah. fans can go in there. this is also where you're likely to see a lot of top celebrities.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you'll see a lot of things like like Nick Sirianni tonight. There'll probably be questions from, you know, kids, questions from all types of things. He might like salsa dance tonight. Like he'll be doing all types of things where, you know, it's going to be it's going to be a show. It's going to be a show. And like like I said, Jordan Mailata, I'm sure he'll end up singing tonight. Jason Kelsey will probably put on some type of show. It'll be interesting to see how Jalen handles himself. He can sometimes be pretty. Pretty kind of dull at the podium. But, yeah, I mean, tonight there will definitely be, I would assume, some celebrities at the event. All
0: right, the Chiefs have one big advantage here. They've been there three of the last four years, and this Eagles coaching staff has not ever gotten a sniff of a Super Bowl. They're all real young. How big a deal is that? Is that a big advantage for Andy Reid of the Chiefs? So I actually don't think it is, because
1: even though the coaching staff hasn't been here, uh, the front office has, obviously, with Howie and a lot of members of the organization. So I think the fact that they were there in 2017 uh, gives them a chance. They they know what they're getting into, and they can tell Nick. They can tell Jonathan Gannon, like, this is what to expect when you get here. These are going to be some of the issues. This is the best way to do that. So on game day, maybe it'll be a, a bit of a shock initially. For, uh, for Nick and Jonathan Gannon. But Andy Reid isn't good on game day anyway. So I think that that advantage kind of evens itself out in terms of experience.
0: All right. Let me run by a couple of things that we already have here, even before the week really got underway. Uh, wide receiver Brandon Ayuk of uh, the Niners, they're still bitching a week later. And, and yeah. he's saying that if they did not lose their quarterback, they would have taken advantage of what they saw as a major weakness, the pass defense of the Eagles. And then he made this comment.
1: Yeah, hypothetically speaking, if I were going to bet on this game, I would go take it. everything that I own, get it in cash, and put my money on Kansas City cheese.
0: <laughs>
1: All right. So what do you think of that, Elliot? I mean, look, I, I think his comment about the, if Brock Purdy hadn't been knocked out, they would have taken advantage of the Eagles secondary. I think the flaw in that in that thinking is, They would have had no chance to throw the ball because the Eagles defensive line was absolutely dominant. I think that's something that doesn't get discussed enough when talking about the fact that Brock Purdy went out. Like, yes, it impacted the Niners, but the Eagles dominated on both sides of the line in that game. So I think that's flawed thinking. As for the fact that he would put all his money on the Chiefs, I mean, he just sounds sour at that point. Like, you can think the Chiefs are going to win. I think it's going to be a close game, but it's clear that he's still very salty that, you know, they went to Philadelphia and it wasn't even in a competitive game.
0: All right. to uh, say Elliot has dismissed that comment as sour grapes. Let's try the yeah. next one. This is Nick Wright of Fox, and the issue came up of how, how well Hurts played and whether he had a chance to be the MVP. Here's what Do I think Jalen
1: Hurts is an MVP caliber player? No. And the thing is, I don't think anyone does. I think people are like him, which they should. I think they're impressed by how he carries himself, which would be impressive for a 34-year-old, much less a 24-year-old. I think they root for him because he's kind of a sports underdog, because he lost his job at Alabama, because he wasn't a top 10 pick, a first-round pick. He was a late second-round pick. And because of all those things, and because some people are quarterback win zealous, it, they pretend to think he is a fully established player when he is not.
0: All right, uh, do you find that to be an intriguing take on the situation? No, I think this, that, that take is boring, it's played out, and I, it's it's surprising
1: to me that people continue to say the same things about Jalen and Nick throughout the whole season. The whole thing is, well, Nick Nick's not doing a good job because the roster's so good. Jalen's actually not an MVP because the roster is so good. What people are missing is that this roster was not good when when Jalen didn't play. They lost both games he didn't play. This roster was not good before Jalen and, and Nick got here. Like the things that make the team work ultimately are the head coach and the quarterback. Right? If you want to compare it to the quarterback being an engine of a car, you can have the best car in the world. If the engine doesn't work, it doesn't matter how nice the car is. When Jalen is on the field and when Jalen is in the building. The Eagles are 16-1 this year. That says it all. And as for the idea that nobody thinks he's an MVP candidate, that's literally not true. He's a finalist for the award. So I don't know how he's coming out and saying that. But I think it's something you're going to hear all week, uh, You know the continued kind of disrespect of Nick and Jalen when it comes to the job they've done this
0: year. Well, that was an extremely impressive response, Elliot. And uh, you have won the opportunity to come on again tomorrow at 9 to give us nice. reports from this big opening night. Are you prepared to do that for us?
1: Well, I'll keep my eyes out for more celebrities yes. for you this
0: time I want well, big names, too. Try, Al Morganti yeah. once met Ronald Reagan when he mm. was the sitting president. Mm-hmm. If you All see right, uh, Joe go. Biden, it would not shock me if Biden got out there, Out Shock me. Or Jill Biden. <laughs> Jill Biden right. might be out there. Jill, <laughs> Bi- yeah. uh, Jill Biden. Well, she's and you a know huge Eagles else? fan. Yeah. Well, Elliot, if you meet Elliot, see if you could get a word or two with him that we could play. Because I would okay. love cool. Elliot Shaw Parks with uh, Bradley Cooper. Mm. That's what you call <laughs> audio magic. All right? There we go. Let's do that. For you, all right, I'll, Elliot. Just, I'll get it done. Thank you, my friend. Elliot Shore Park's live from the Super Bowl all week. I'm counting the days out. Mm-hmm. Bonnie's up next. Hi, Bonnie. Hi, Angelo. How are you? I'm very excited and also quite nervous. What do you feel? <clears throat> I feel a little nervous, but.